My name is Jenny, and I'm a wife and mom raising two kids. But I used to live a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I said goodbye to TV and hello to motherhood, I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous, and I'm here to tell you why. It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. Because we're not necessarily here for me. (laughs) I'd much rather that we be here for you. And to encourage every mom and dad out there, we've got some dads who listen to us as well, and children, I, I have such a heart. Sometimes I see the pain in our nation and in other nations, and things falling apart and families falling apart and, and communities falling apart. And so much of it goes back to not supporting, not uh, cheerleading, not educating ourselves about the importance of family and the importance of a mom, frankly. And so that is why we do this show. And I just want you to, to be encouraged today. We've got some guests that I really think are going to be a blessing to you. Uh, these two women really have made cheerleading part of their living. Uh, and I don't mean for the you know Dallas Cowboys. They, they are out there to love on women and encourage them to be the best they can be. And I think they're going to have some great advice for moms today about how you can live your life no matter where you're at. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a homeschooling mom, a mom who works outside of the home, or a mom who works both outside of the home and inside of the home, whatever it is, they've got these fabulous tips. I call them their top 10 to help a mom or a woman reach her potential. They've written a new book called Real Women Leading with Proverbs 31 Values. They also work alongside John C. Maxwell and his leadership team. They are Lisa Troyer and Don Yoder. We're going to bring them on here in just a second and have a real conversation today about some of the things in their top 10 list, about how they help you in their book understand how these can change your life, how these can build your character in these 10 areas, but they also give you an application. It's not just one of those books where you read and you think, oh, those are great you know, points of advice. Now what do I do? They actually have some action items at the end of each chapter that really helps you move on. You can do it with a group. Uh, I think it's going to be a blessing to you if you just feel like you need to get to that next level in, in how you are reaching your potential or your purpose that God has for you on this planet. So we're excited to welcome them here in a minute. I want to remind you, we do videotape the show, so you can go check us out on channelmom.com or you can listen to our podcasts on iTunes. I'd love for you to come chat with us on Facebook. Look, this show is for you, so you might as well tell me what you need. So go to facebook.com backslash channel mom and let us know. Uh, We'd love to hear from you and and what would be helpful to you to hear about on this show because uh, we want to bless your life. Okay, so we're going to delve back into the conversation today. I want to give a little musical reminder of what this is all about and how we're going to help you be women who roar with the potential God has put in you.
be a champion, but not for striving. You can be a champion as you uh, allow your character to be built up and uh, moved along by the one who created you. These ladies really helped me yesterday recognize that sometimes when we're being prepared for our purpose, it's not kind of the typical things you'd think. Our talents, our gifts, our abilities, uh, ways to make money, ways to figure out how to do our jobs better. It's kind of the character preparation that he gives you. And sometimes he takes you into that boot camp of your character uh, because you're not going to be too effective if you don't get that built. So we are going to be talking right now to the authors of Real Women Leading, Lisa Troyer and Don Yoder. We talked with them on Monday, and now they're back again for our Wednesday show. Welcome back, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. Great to be here. Yeah, they are really good at talking in unison. That makes Jorge smile. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm going to throw something out there. This is, this is a little bit off uh, of what you might be expecting from me to ask, but I, I thought a lot about what this book says, and, and I want to get to some specific principles and, and the IT, as you call it, how, how you um, help people transform other people's lives by, by doing it actively, by taking an action item move at the end of the chapters. But first I want to ask you this question. You see, you heard the introduction to my show, and, and I am so concerned that sometimes we motivate women in the workplace, but we forget to motivate them everywhere else, in their mothering, in their marriages, in their volunteer work, in their churches. Any comments on that? Uh, we can start with you, Lisa. Uh, yeah, I, I I do have a comment about that. I mean, you know, I'm really blessed when I find, you know, a success deal in, in the sales business that I'm involved in or, or when Dawn and I have the opportunity to write a song together. We just got some fresh tracks from Nashville today. And, you know, it's a real blessing to be able to hear those things come to life. Yeah. But... Our daughter Jillian just graduated from high school, and we had her graduation party just this last Friday night. And, you know, if I had to pick what I would rather see, if I only had to choose one thing, yeah. it would be to see my child excel. Because, you know, as much as I love corporate life and as much as I love music, and I know Dawn, you know, we love writing songs together. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm, you know got one foot in heaven and one foot here on earth yet, you know, what's really going to matter is, was I the kind of woman that displayed godly character to my children? Mm -hmm. And that's the legacy that I want to leave with them. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much for saying that. Because I thought, I want to motivate women to reach all their purposes. And and that includes in the working world or in the missions world or wherever it may be. But I don't want women, and I think so often in this country, we, we back shelf motherhood. So I'm blessed to hear you say that because I do, on a given day when I'm stressing out about something I need to be doing for Channel Mom, I'll look at my son or my daughter and I'll think, okay, girl, what, what matters more right now? What matters more? And, and that levels me. And I'm reminded that I do want to be the mother that God has called me to be. What, what do you think about that, Dawn? Well, I'm, <laughs> I think that you're exactly right. And here's the thing about, about values. And we're talking about our book, which is about values. Mm-hmm. And I know it's talking about leadership, but understand we are totally leading within the home. That's the first place that we lead. Now, that doesn't mean, I mean, if, if you're married, you have a husband. I, I'm not stepping in front of my husband in that way, but, hey, we're leading this brood together. We have four children. One of the things that has been really powerful to me is to see the way that these values affect my home life. They affect my home life more than anywhere else. An example I would give is I have a son, one of my sons, I have three sons, but one of my sons, um, he's... 16, mm-hmm. and we were talking about attitude. Mm-hmm. And, and when we were talking about attitude, that's one of our values, he was 
saying how he doesn't like to hear people complain. And I was like, oh, Jackson, I know. Yeah, you, does it upset you when people are complaining at you? And he's like, no, no, Mom, you don't understand. I don't mean complaining at me. I just mean complaining, period. Uh-huh. And I went back in my head to times I'd come home from work and had a very difficult time. And, and uh, he's, how's your day, Mom? And I start going through the challenges of my day. And then pretty soon I noticed Jackson's up in his room and, on his computer, and, and I just thought he really liked his computer. And, and really in that moment I recognized that what Jackson really didn't like that much was me. And so oh, understanding yeah. these values at, light, at work in your home has made my relationship with my son better. So to me, that's key one. If I can apply at home, most yeah. important place. Now, it will follow me everywhere I go, yeah. but home is number one. Yeah. Uh, I want to remind folks that we are talking to the authors of Real Women Leading. They're also involved in Circle of Friends. They're amazing women. They, they are each involved in corporate America at very high level, successful jobs. But they've written this book, Real Women Leading, with Proverbs 31 Values, Lisa Troyer and Don Yoder. I want to, I, when we come back, ladies, you have the break to think about it. I want you each to take one of the 10 principles that you've drawn from Proverbs 31 well, you need to take your favorite, or maybe they're all your favorites, but at least one, and then kind of go walk through it with our moms, you know, whether it's responsibility or attitude or honesty or planning or generosity. These are some of the things they lay out that, are, that, that can make your potential come alive in your home and in your workplace. I want you to take them from point A to point B and, and through the chapter where you get to that point where you, get, you give them this action item where they can, where it's transformative. And I want you to each take one and, and take a, our moms through that and, and show them how that's done and then remind me. I got to get to the walnuts and rice example because I want moms to be able to have that on their, you know, the top of their refrigerator. It's a great little example, and I want to make sure we get to that before the end of the show. So we'll be right back with our real women leading, Lisa and Dawn. When we return with Channel Mom, stay tuned. Hi, this is Jenny, and I want to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids, so she understands that when you buy a home, you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com. These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion and purpose to good old intimacy. What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. back to Channel Mom. So glad to have you along today. I hope these women are helping you. Uh, We're talking about a top 10 list for women who want to reach their potential in the home and the marketplace. I love that it's coupled there because I'd like to reach my potential in both places, frankly. They have taken the Proverbs 31 woman and broken it down into 10 foundational principles that can really help your character to grow in ways that can be breakthrough for you. I'm going to list them because we haven't done it yet. Understanding people. Forgiveness, responsibility, attitude, generosity, resolving conflict, restraint, 
That's one, that is one I could work on. Honesty, planning, and influence. Those aren't really intimidating. You think, all right, God, I'm ready. I'm ready. Help me to work on these things. So I want to welcome back Lisa and Dawn. Welcome back to Channel Mom, ladies. Thank you. I Thank cha- you. You're welcome. I challenged you both. By the way, I, 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 can you convince Mr. Maxwell to come on Channel Mom and motivate our moms? <laughs> I guess it depends how much influence we have. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll have to write to you and see how much influence I have with you to see if you can influence him. I would love to have him on because I think he could be very motivational to to our mothers. Um, and, and you know, he, he's full of great stuff, just as the two of you are. Um, I, I challenged you each to pick one of the foundational principles and and walk our moms through it. Uh, so so Lisa, we'll start with you, and then Dawn, you can go. And then we need to make sure we get to this example. I told moms they can throw into a jar in their kitchen to, to really help their families, uh, you know, get to that priority place where they, it's just a reminder about what their family's priorities are. So, so, uh, did I say Lisa? Yeah. Lisa, why don't you start off with, with one of the principles that you've taken and lead our mom audience through it to the very end of the chapter where you give them what's called the IT and, and, and you ask them to take an action. Okay. Well, um, in the previous program, Don did allude to influence, but, because this year I've really been reading a lot about the Book of Esther, and, yeah. and she is the uh, uh, iconic influencer from God's Word that we selected to speak about in that chapter. And you know, just to kind of back up a little bit, um, if we really look at her, her influence came through the intercession for her people. And I think that sometimes we make the mistake that if we don't have a title or some type of high-level position, that our influence is thwarted. And, I mean, that is it, it's just such a deception, especially to the stay-at-home mom who mm-hmm. thinks that she's isolated. The influence that she has in her home really does relate to that, uh, that jar of walnuts and rice that you were talking about. Yeah. And when we look at the influence that we have, let's think of it as that jar. And what are we filling that jar with? How are we spending, how are we investing the influence that we've been given? Are we filling it up with rice so that the walnuts that represent the priorities in life don't have any room to fit in? Ah, yeah. Or are we starting with the basic foundational things, those important things like like understanding one another and, and being honest with each other and, and using the opportunity to be generous to somebody with what God's given us. If we keep those foundational things as the, the tools of influence in our tool belt, as it were, yeah. then when the other things are added in, those rice things, those little things that come along, the basic large priorities in life will still be present, and then the other things will augment them. The approach to taking an action step in influence is to find that small, measurable action step that Dawn so eloquently developed in that it factor section of the book. And, you know, when we look at influencing people, it's choose somebody that's close to you. Choose, Choose your child. You know, how are we going to influence them? Are we going to start their day well by by sowing a, a good attitude into them? Or are we going to yell at them because we're frustrated? I mean, when you walk out the door, or when kids walk out the door, your influence goes with them. Yeah. 
So yeah. what are we going to do before we send our children out to the, into the world? So, so that's an example of, of one of your chapters where you took one principle and you walk women through what influence looks like no matter where you're at. Because Esther wasn't in a high-profile place before she became queen, and, she, and, and God used her anyway. Um, and, and, which I love. And, and I want to tell moms, they're, they're calling it the it factor. I was calling it IT, which sounds like something from a web company, but, but it's the it factor. And it's the, the area that's transforming. And you can go and start very simply just by saying, how am I influencing my child today? I love that. When my, my feet hit the floor, when I wake up in the morning, remember that I've got influence from that moment. It's not that I need to sort of go out and, and be at the radio station to have influence. I have influence with my son. And, and, I, and I think, man, I, I have to take that more seriously. So that's a great action item. Uh, Dawn, what do you want to move on to? Well, I'm going to go for the super, super practical that probably no one wants to talk about, which is resolving <laughs> conflicts. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> that's one of the values that we talk about, and it's something that is hard for most of us. Um, I think resolving conflict, there's kind of two, there's that fight or flight tendency, right? So we either steamroll people, you know, I'm going to tell it like it is, and I can get in their face, and I can, okay, so there's one one approach. Yeah. Or the other one is to, like, pretend it didn't happen and ignore it. And then we just kind of bury it all down. And and neither one of those approaches are right. You know, neither one of those are, are what God wants for us. Neither one of those are going to bring peace to our lives. Neither one of those are going to bring resolution. So when we talk about resolving conflict, um kind of the little situation that we cite is there's this little passage in Philippians where it says, talking about these two ladies in a church and asking them to find a way to get along, which is just like hilarious. But when you look at that, you see it was important enough to put in the Bible. It was important enough to say, hey, you you two ladies, you need to figure this out. And everybody around them, help them figuring it out, because it's affecting everybody else. Yeah. This is affecting the Philippian church as a whole. And so I think that's important in our daily lives to understand how much those conflicts are affecting us in our home, in our workplace. It, it can be conflict with our children or with our spouse or with a friend or, you know, all those different places. But we just give some some ways to help you resolve that conflict. Yeah. And, um, and so what, 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 what's, the it, what's the it at the end of that chapter? So, so what, when we want to resolve conflict, the first thing is that your motive needs to be love. Mm-hmm. You need to resolve conflict because you want to restore relationship and harmony, not because you want to win. Okay. You need to be a good listener. You need to approach from humility and really want to hear and understand the other person's story or viewpoint. You need to keep your attitude right. You need to stay calm. You need to give reasons and logic, and you need to um, be okay with altering your opinion, you know, you, you don't, you have to have the humility to say, okay, maybe I'm a little bit wrong on that. And so those are some of the things that we talk about on when you have a conflict, what can you do? And we go down to that small measurable action step, which small measurable, what that means is you attach a who, a what, a where, and a when to it. And that makes it something that you can achieve. And that's what we're really going for is how can I make a step forward. Well, as soon as I attach a who to that, now I have something I'm zeroed in on. Yes. As soon as I attach a what, now I know exactly what I'm doing. So those, those are important things. I mean, even for that day, you think, okay, who am I going to practice this on? And, and that's good stuff because it challenges you to get out of the book 
and, and go uh, be transformed with God's help into uh, following one of these principles more strongly. I, w- I want to mention, you talked about listening. Listening comes up a lot, and I think uh, for a lot of moms, maybe we're not listening the way that we could be. And I think, especially in the toddler to teen transition, I, I, I'll be honest, ladies, and, and you guys are both probably going to understand what I'm talking about here. I thought... <laughs> toddlers were easy breezy lemon squeezy compared to teens and but what I've discovered is I don't know how to listen to my teenager Mm -hmm. and and that I listened to my toddler because he was so cute I have a boy and a girl but but my son is now a teenager I don't listen to him very well because I I spend a lot of the time being offended that he doesn't seem to care about me anymore (laughs) and so I'm on the defensive all the time and that's not a good listener I I want you to relate if you could and and Lisa or Dawn I I don't care which of you takes this listening to the the foundational principle again one of the Proverbs 31 principles that you tell the ladies to bring into their lives in your your book uh, Real Women Leading in in, in terms of uh, understanding people and that is one of the foundational principles. You say that listening is key, and in some ways we've lost that art in our country. Uh, can you talk about the, the, the specific ways in which you talk about listening and how we can better our approach to that? Dawn, yeah. do you want me to take that? Okay. Go right ahead. Okay. Uh, in my situation, uh, I've had to learn to listen with my eyes. Because our son Christian, he is on the autism spectrum. Oh, okay. He's, you know, fully mainstreamed, and, and he's just doing incredibly well. He's 13 years old. But that's one thing that we really worked on early in his life because he was not able to communicate verbally. Yeah. We had to use picture cards. We had to really engage face-to-face so we could understand what he needed. Yeah. And it taught us a measure of listening skills that albeit it was a very hard season, I'm very thankful because it's like today we're always in our electronic devices. We're always distracted, and we really can't know somebody's heart unless we're listening to them and not presuming, um, you know, just listening to, to reply, but we need to listen to understand where they're coming from. And that principle of understanding people, that belonging and that achievement and that, you know, knowing that you're significant, people know that they're significant to you if you are listening mm. intentionally to yeah. their hearts and in dialogue. Yeah. And that can be revolutionary in the workplace. It, it can change your home. It can do a turnabout in your home. It can also do a turnabout in the workplace. And I want moms to know that can lead to success in the workplace. And I don't mean success in a frivolous way. I mean in in, in beautiful uh, ways that change people's lives and you're really helping people. We're in the last two minutes of our interview. I want to let moms know that that Lisa was giving you a glimpse of this. I think it's a jar that you put rice and walnuts in and you make sure when you're thinking about, is this a priority or is this just something getting in the way of my priorities? You can look at that rice and walnuts jar and say, I don't want the rice to drown out the walnuts. I've got to make sure that I'm setting this as a priority or not as a priority today. And you can show that to your kids as well. Did I get that right, ladies? Yes. Yes, you okay. right. Okay. Can I just add one thing about listening? Because you were talking about with teenagers, and I've got I have one 10-year-old, but the other three are 21, 20, and, and almost 17. Yeah, 45 and, seconds. And can you do it, do it quickly? Yep, I do it quick. Okay, okay. When you're listening, you have to not think about what you're going to say next. You need to stop and yeah. really listen and not plan your next statement to win the battle. I, uh, 
I needed to, <laughs> I needed to hear that today. Thank you, my dear, for sharing that with me because I need to do that with my son Otis uh, when I go home today. Actually, God bless you, ladies. Uh, you can be found. We can find Dawn at uh, Facebook or Twitter under Dawn Yoder Y O D E R and Lisa Troyer. It's just LisaTroyer.com, right, Lisa? Yes. And they're both with John Maxwell's coaching team. They're also with Circle of Friends. They're, they're, they're corporate ladies. They're amazing. They're amazing women. Uh, check out their book, Real Women Leading with Proverbs 31 Values. I think it will really help to change your life in good ways. Thanks, ladies, for being on Channel Mom. God bless you. Thank, Thank God you. God bless you, too. Okay, take care. We'll be right back with a little bit about tomorrow. Uh, yeah, tomorrow's show. <laughs> I get all mixed up sometimes during the week. We'll be back with... Uh, Something that you want to hear about tomorrow's show that could really help your life. When I lose my way and I forgive my name, remind me who I am. These days, couples will work for just about anything from communication Hello. to companionship, from fun Whee! to love, from passion Mwah. and purpose to good old intimacy. <sighs> What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works. Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE 51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself, and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child-friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialized in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child during their dental visit. The Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com. Welcome back to Channel Mom. I hope you got some principles to reach your potential there, and uh, that was a blessing to you. I want you to know if you have anybody in your life who struggles with addiction, who struggles with workaholism, who struggles with overeating, uh, who is striving and striving and striving to be more, uh, maybe is depressed, is struggling in marriage. I mean, so many things we're touching on on Thursday and Friday's show. Uh, this couple is going to come on and tell a very real story of addiction, marriage struggles, redemption, and I really think it could be life-changing for you. So tune in for our friends Stu and Trish Fuhlendorf on Thursday and Friday's show. I think it will be a blessing. In the meantime, moms, thank you for all you do to raise your children well. It really does change our world when you do that well and you're committed to it. Even when nobody seems to notice, I notice and God notices. So God bless you. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening to Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. Find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.